0: Welcome back for another video. In this video, we answer all the hottest topics out of Game Week 4. This is a weekly series packed with FPL tips every Game Week. All you need to do is be subscribed, and you'll see a post asking for your questions every Wednesday, or you could go to the community tab on my channel to find them. Appreciate all your questions. I've made another trance for my team as well, which I'll talk about at the end too. So let's get into your questions. An Arab FPL says he's not wildcarded until Gaming 9, and he asks which is the best trio from Madison, Sterling, Foden, Mbumo, and Bumo and Matoma. So this is one of the big questions this week. We've got so many good mids performing well. Which ones are the best and which ones do we get rid of in place of them? They're all within one mil of one another as well, so very affordable. If we compare the underlying numbers, and Boomow's top, but that is in part thanks to two penalties with 3.81 expected goal involvement and then it's Madison, Mitoma, Sterling and then Fodum. Minutes per expected goal of is a useful metric because they've played varying minutes, that allows us to see how frequently they're expected to be among the goals, more context basically. We also have to consider the fixtures that they've played so far, and the upcoming fixtures. Chelsea's first two were tough games and then it was Luton last weekend. The three I would pick here are Sterling, Bumo, and Fodum. I think that last pick depends on what kind of FPL manager you are. Man City have got a crazy run of games ahead. Fulham at home this weekend. Forrest at home game week 6. Over that run he easily has the highest ceiling of them all, but there's always a risk of a random benching. Last season game week 8 to game week 10 he went on this kind of run. 1 goal, 3 goals, 1 goal 1 assist. Madison simply won't do that at any point. He's likelier to trickle along with a steady stream of points, so if you're an upside chaser then Foden's the one, if you're a more patient, sensible manager then I'd say Madison's the one. The leak up draw was yesterday and Man City have been given Newcastle away between gimmick 6 and 7 which is far from ideal. City are going to push for silverware in all competitions as always, and we may see the Forest or Wolves fixture either side as potentially one to rotate a bit, one thing worth mentioning as well. Brighton's fixtures are turning, so Mitoma's in a void. I'd put him last on that list. Or even consider selling if you own him. They've just signed Ansu Fati from Barcelona as well, who could be competition for him. And on top of that, European football starts after Game 5 for Brighton, which may impact his minutes. Long answer. Hope that helps. Joanne says he's wildcard in this week, and he asks if there's any must-haves or players to avoid. I've put together a game 4 wildcard here to answer this one, which is as follows. Edison in goal, Trippier, Chilwell, Udogi in defence, Foden, Saka, Sterling, Fernandes and Mbouma midfield, Jackson and Haaland up top, Ariola, Henry, Este and Archer on the bench. Triple Chelsea is a bit risky but it makes a lot of sense given no European football and a good run of games. Newcastle's fixtures are turning now so I would have Trippier on a wildcard to attack those fixtures. I don't expect him to put up last season's numbers, it does look like Tonali's taking up some of the attacking duties on the right side, and they've got Champions League to juggle as well, but he's worth a go. Archer might be the best 45 mil forward now, straight into Sheffield United starting 11 in the League Cup midweek, signed from Aston Villa. It's the third highest spend ever on a player by Sheffield United. I'd avoid Bowen, he's got a good fixture this week, but after that Man City and Liverpool. I'd also avoid the Liverpool assets, it's a bit unclear which are worth going for if any. Fire Flower has got both Edison and Areola, has used Edison the last three game weeks, but it's considering Ariola he's got Luton away. So for this one I would refer to the clean sheet odds, and this is how I tend to decide goalkeeper and defender dilemmas. So these are the game before clean sheet odds. Man City are top with a 52% chance. West Ham 37.5% chance. So nice and simple this one, start Edison. Good news Chill owners by the way, or even Gusto and Sanchez owners. Chelsea are second here with a 47% chance to Forest. Fulham rock bottom 7% chance away to City, Forest and Villa with a 12% chance. So let's have a look at the experts transfers this week using the data from the expert series. That video is out tomorrow so make sure you subscribe to the channel. Martinelli to Sterling their most popular moves. Martinelli by no means a bad pick, but the same midfielders we talked about at the start of the video on paper are better picks. Some of them are selling Martinelli for Madison instead. Both are moves that don't require extra money, so they're both popular moves doable in one go. Gabriel's prize continuing to fall, while Adogi's heading the opposite way, and that's another move that's possible with no spare money required. This season, Madison's taken seven shots in the box to Sterling's six. They've both had two big chances, but Madison's racked up the higher expected assists. I'd expect over the coming fixture run, Sterling to move ahead in terms of expected goals. jean Pedro to Jackson, another popular move, and that's one that we saw the experts making last week as well, and it's still a strong transfer this week. Don't be put off by it just because you're a week later than some. So the arrival of Ansu Fati from Barcelona could also be bad news for João Pedro, if he can't afford Jackson then Vista and Alvarez both great options as well. Next question Chris Johnson's got a benching dilemma between Mitoma and Estepinian. I'm expecting Brighton to concede in this one, they did in both fixtures last season and in their pre-season game against one another, so I'd back the attacker here and play Mitoma. I'll tend to always favour the attacker as they've got the more upside. Though there are some exceptions of course like Estepinian where it's more of a decision to think over. Shout says, you're at the cinema. Tango, ice blast, standard coke or a pint. Ice blast all day. Surely people aren't getting pints at the cinema. I've never heard of that but I might be missing out. Right Steely asks what to do with their goalkeepers. They've got Pickford and Turner. Goalkeepers in general are a problem for most of us at the moment. I'll also add Johnston and Inanna in here as issues as well. Palace have signed Dean Henderson He might take the number 1 spot and Man United have conceded 5.3 xG after 3 games. For comparison, Man City have conceded exactly 4 less xG which shows how far apart defensively they are at the moment. Add Shaw and Varane's injuries to that, it's a fair concern. So that said, goalkeeper transfers are pretty luxury and only worth considering if your overall team's in a strong position and ideally if you've got 2 transfers banked. They're also worth it if there is a massive fixture swing. So unless you're in that luxury position, I'd just keep hold of Pickford. To use my team as an example, last week I considered Pickford to Sanchez which would have gained me 4 points last week, but instead I spent 2 transfers and outfield players instead where I expect to gain more than that. Sheffield United not exactly a bad fixture either for Pickford, they're 2nd worst in the league for expected goals, only Burnley have fared worse but they've played one less fixture, so in my eyes it's a week to leave it if you're a Pickford owner. Don Franklin asks whether to keep Salah amidst the rumours of Salah to the Saudi league. The Premier League transfer window closes on Friday 1st September 11pm, so in other words there's little to no time to sign a replacement if he goes. The Saudi transfer window closes 20th September, which means there is still potential for him to leave even after the window closes here, but it's even less likely when there's no opportunity to sign someone. I'd be incredibly surprised if Salah leaves this late now. Liverpool would be conceding to a fight for 4th place at best if he leaves I think. They're playing at home against Aston Villa as well. Liverpool are an absolute force at home, so I'd ignore the rumours unless something concrete and reliable comes out ahead of the deadline. Joel asks, when it comes to planning ahead, how many game weeks in advance should we be thinking? Really good question, this one. FPL isn't played in just the next week, unless you've got a week to live, I suppose. So although Bowen might do well in Game Week 4 against Luton, I'd put Mbumo, Madison, Foden, and Sterling all ahead of him because of the longer term fixtures. The next 4 to 5 game weeks is a good time frame for planning. So I look at Chelsea and think perfect, with Chilwell, Sterling and Jackson that's 3 spots I can leave for 5 game weeks at least, whereas looking at Bowen he could score 10 plus points this week but then follow up with a couple of 2 pointers against City and Liverpool by which point Sterling could have overtaken him. However when you've got a planned wildcard there are opportunities to take a short term punt. For example if you are going to wildcard over the international break after game week 4 then Bowen makes perfect sense as a one week punt and then you can get him straight back out on the wildcard. At the start of the video, one of the questions mentioned a Game Week 9 wildcard, so let's talk about wildcards quickly. Why Game Week 9? Pulling up the fixture ticket here, there's some big fixture swings at Game Week 9. Aston Villa have got an incredible run. Watkins, DRB, Cash will all be awesome picks then. Looking at Chelsea, there's turns with Arsenal, Brentford, Tottenham, Man City, and Newcastle. Some others that leap out here are Liverpool. If Salah's still around, then we could wildcard him in before Everton, Forest, and Luton. Gmc9 is also an international break so it lets you react to potential surprises over that break. You occasionally get some injuries over international break so you're secure from that with unlimited transfers. My loose plan is a Gmc9 wildcard but keeping it flexible. Might need it sooner or if my team's well set up over the break, I might even save it. And lastly a quick update on my team, I've made one further transfer, decided to move early on Sterling ahead of a price rise so this is how the team looks now. The bench is very light but should get away with it this week, going to take 0one mil loss on Gabriel and Shaw over the break, in all likelihood anyway, but at least we'll negate that with Mbuma and Sterling probably rising, they've risen once already since picking them up. I did strongly consider Foden, but Sterling's massively passed the eye test for me as well when I've watched him. Going to play a more sensible game this season and see where that takes me. Thanks for watching. If you enjoy the content, hit like and subscribe to the channel. Tomorrow is the final upload where we see what the experts are doing this week. You don't want to miss that one. See you soon for the next one Sports Social Podcast Network.